0: In a loveless marriage and told she couldn't have children, Yolaine tried to take her life. I was absolutely miserable and I became depressed. The straw that broke the camel's back for me was being told I was infertile. I just then started thinking about killing myself. All of a sudden, it was as if my room was flooded with a thousand floodlights. It was lit up. Everything was illuminated. I forgot about wanting to die at that moment. I said, my god, I'm in another dimension here. Oh god, please help me, I'm dying. I had been killed instantly. I felt myself being sucked out of my body. I came out on the other side. There was a blinding light that freed me from pain. I felt pure peace and joy. Before you go back to your body, we want you to witness heaven. It was the most beautiful experience I've ever had. I was witnessing heaven. I had just wanted simple things. I wanted a happy family, I wanted children, I wanted a little house with a little garden. So everything was revolved around the idea of me having a family, but none of that was happening. My ex was, was verbally abusive, manipulative and controlling. I was absolutely miserable and I became depressed. One thing that kept me going was the thought of having children. If I have children, then life will be happy. The straw that broke the camel's back for me was being told I was infertile. I just then started thinking about killing myself. I did not want it to look like a suicide because my parents would would blame themselves. I had come across this book that talked about autogenic death which is what Native Americans, Native tribes will do when they get too old, or they feel like they're useless to their tribe. They would go off in the forest, lay down, and will themselves to die. I had taken a course at the University of Innsbruck called autogenic training, perfect solution. It will not look like a suicide. So every night when I went to bed, I was just lying there, going through the routine, the autogenic training, and the the goal is to get where you stop your heart, so you can slow your heart rate, but you take the next step by stopping your heart. But I did this night after night, every single night for well, must have been months. And then one night, it was as as if um, God said, enough of this. All of a sudden, it was as if my room was flooded with a thousand floodlights. It was lit up. Everything was illuminated. And I'm very nearsighted but I could see everything clearly without my glasses. I could see down the hall. I could see the pattern of the bedspread. I could see myself in the mirror. We had a mirror in there. Were, I could see my reflection in the mirror. I looked out the window and the sky was blue, even though this was the middle of the night. I forgot about m- wanting to die at that moment. And then all of a sudden I became one with that light I was absorbed into this incredible bath of warmth, of unconditional love. To me, that was God. And I felt at home. I just wanted to stay there forever. And it was almost like, at that thought, I was like, oh no, we can't stay here forever. It gently retreated. And I was back in my bedroom and I looked up and oh my God, that was Jesus. And he said, don't waste your life thinking you're not loved. And as soon as on that word loved I was back in my dark room. I had to rethink everything in light of that experience. I am responsible for my happiness. Nobody else is. My circumstances don't cause me to become depressed. I cause my depression with my thoughts. The second I thought, I'm going to leave this marriage, my energy returned. I was like instantly healed from my depression. It was like, boom, gone. While Yolaine says her near-death experience was brief, the event itself had a long-lasting effect. We'll hear more when we return. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord Forever. Got to a state where I, I said, you know, I want to get married uh, again. I want to meet the love of my life. But you know what? This this new husband has to believe my story, has to accept it. Well, I met him. I met I met my soulmate. I, I told him I, I have to tell you about my near-death experience. And he not only accepted it. He told me about his experience with angels. What he loved was the cosmos, the stars, the mountains, music. He was also a molecular chemist. We had been married uh, 23 years. We built a house together, filled it with what we loved. It was in 2013, he was mispronouncing some words. I, I looked it up, and it said it's either a tumor or a stroke. Get to the hospital immediately and the doctors could not believe what they saw. There was a tumor so large that they can't believe he, he can walk. It turned out to be brain cancer. They said if he did nothing, he would have three months. Even with the best of treatment, though, 14 months. He survived three years through prayer, through little miracles tumor started coming back, another one, and he was going downhill fast. And at night, I was again sleeping in his room. I prayed that he would have a vision that would comfort him. The next morning, he's sitting up in bed smiling. And I said, you're looking good, Dave. And he goes, do you see that? And I go, no, I don't see it. I don't see what you mean. And he said, you don't see that? It's real. And I knew then he was having a vision that my prayers had been answered. And I asked him, well, what do you see? And he said, mountains, a whole range of mountains. You know, that was a spiritual home. I said, what else do you see? And he said, people, white. Uh, I said, angels? And he goes, yes angels, feathers. I said, what are they doing? And he said, music. I said, are they singing to you? And he said, no. Are they playing musical instruments? Yes. I said, how do you feel seeing it? Do you feel comforted? And he goes, oh, yeah. And he was sleeping most of the time. I knew that was a sign. that he's he's slipping away. I said, is God calling you home? <laughs> I said, do you want to go home? And he said, Yes. I want you to go, be with God, be with the angels. It's going to be beautiful, and that was it. I was grieving, of course, and even though I knew he was in a happier place. And uh, I went to lie down on a bed, and all of a sudden, all the darkness was covered in stars, universes, comets, everywhere. I looked, I could see the heavens, the sky, like he was guiding me out to see the stars. To me, I think now, I'm, I have a foot in both worlds. We're just balancing between the two worlds. Most of the time, we've got that world shut out. The heavenly part, the spiritual part is real, just as real or real, more real than this reality. Yolaine now knows that her life is precious, and so is everyone else's. She encourages others not to be a victim of their circumstances and find purpose in life that serves the Lord.